Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome back. We have a stay of execution, a gambling debate, and a viral Alabama headline. My name's Ike Morgan, and we're down in Alabama. Scheduled execution of Willie B. Smith III did not take place Thursday night after the U.S. Supreme Court upheld a stay of execution, portsal.com's Tandra Smith. It was an 11th hour decision, 1108 to be exact, when the Supreme Court upheld the 11th Circuit's ruling that Smith has the right to have his spiritual advisor in the execution chamber with him as he receives lethal injection. Justice Elena Kagan wrote, quote, Nowhere, as far as I can tell, has the presence of a clergy member, whether state appointed or independent disturbed in execution. Just minutes earlier, the Supreme Court had overturned another ruling to stay the execution because of Smith's intellectual capacity. Smith was sentenced to death after being convicted of the 1991 abduction, robbery, and murder of 22-year-old Birmingham woman Sharma Ruth Johnson. The Alabama State Senate began debate Thursday on the gambling bill that would put the fate of a state lottery and possibly five casinos on the ballot for voters to decide, sportsal.com's Mike Kaysen. Bill sponsor Del Marsh, an Aniston Republican, also said the measure would allow sports betting from one of the casinos or online through an authorized platform. The bill was praised by some. Admiral Republican Greg Albritton said a big plus for passing this thing is that it would allow the Alabama Gaming Commission to control and make uniform gaming across the state. Others brought up the idea of creating more casinos. Marsh said he's open to expanding the number of casinos and looking at other changes. Currently, the bill calls for four casinos at Greyhound Tracks in Birmingham, Mobile, Victoryland in Macon County, and Green Track in Greene County, as well as a fifth casino that would be operated by the Porch Creek Indians in northeast Alabama. The Alabama State Legislature will now take a planned week-long break. They're hitting pause earlier than usual in this session to assess whether COVID protocols are working and whether there have been any outbreaks among legislators or staff. They'll be back to work on February 23rd. An Alabama story from the Cullman Times has gone viral, and it doesn't seem to be because it involves outrage or extreme tragedy or anything other than a combination of facts that are gloriously peculiar to the Southland. Amy Henderson of the Coleman Times wrote the story, and Tribune Media Services distributed it. And the headline we used on our website read, Teen Reunited with Pet Rooster Lost at Alabama Cracker Barrel After Civil War Reenactment. 
So everybody shared the story yesterday with comments about just how Alabama or Southern the headline was. Our buddy Matt Mitchell over at It's a Southern Thing said that headline looks like somebody's been playing with the Alabama version of Mad Libs. But Alabama doesn't get all the credit. Here's some geographical clarification. According to Amy Henderson's story, 18-year-old Thomas Ramsey, as well as his rooster peep, were traveling from a Civil War reenactment in Spring Hill, Tennessee, heading back home to where Ramsey's going to school in Mississippi. They just happened to stop at the Cracker Barrel in Coleman, where they now serve alcohol, by the way, but that's not part of this story. Peep got out while Ramsey was in the Cracker Barrel. I'd be nervous, too, with as much chicken and dumplings as Cracker Barrel likes to serve. Apparently, through Facebook, Peep had a bunch of local folks looking for him. Coleman Animal Control Officer Cooper Harris spent about an hour and a half riding around with Ramsey trying to find the chicken. After searching all over, Ramsey ended up driving toward home. Just before he got back, he got the word Peep had made his way back to the parking lot at Cracker Barrel. Chicken changed hands about three times, and a farmer named John Watson took him to Birmingham, where they met with Ramsey for the big reunion. There are some pretty good folks in Coleman, Alabama. That's what really makes it the most Alabama story of the day. Thank y'all for listening. We'll be back here about Monday. Stay warm this weekend. There today and then again around Monday, there could even be some freezing precipitation in parts of the state. Hope to have y'all back on Monday. Until then, stop by and see us whenever you can on the World Wide Web at AL.com. 